Welcome to Retirement Mentorship. You, if you've been paying attention to the news at all, may be like most Americans who think that the world is getting worse. I saw somewhere recently that something along the lines of 57% of Americans think the world is going in the wrong direction, and only it was like 6% think that things are improving, and that the direction of the world and the economy and everything else are actually going in a good direction, with the rest just thinking that it's staying the same. Right. So most people think that the world is getting worse and, and almost everyone thinks it's either getting worse or staying the same. But if we look at the data, what's actually happening in the world, that's just not true. That's just not what's happening. And if we spend too much time focusing on the news and all the negative highlight uh, headlines that we see constantly, it's going to keep us in a constant state of fear and discouragement and, and all these other things that are just bad, not only for our souls, but also bad for the way that we invest. And this is why it matters, right? Because if we think that the world is constantly getting worse, then it causes us to live for the now instead of for the future, right? If things are as good as they're ever going to get right now, then it's going to want make us to want to uh, focus on, on where we're spending our money right now and, and what we're doing with our money right now instead of saving for the future, investing in the future, investing for the future, and all these other things. And so if we think that things are getting worse, it's going to make us worse investors. But if we think that things are getting better, it's going to make us better investors. And so if you think that the world is getting worse, then I invite you to stick along with us for the next three weeks as we unpack multiple ways that the world is actually getting better. Because you see, there are actually dozens of very optimistic trends that are happening in the world. And so we're going to we're gonna look at a bunch of those over the next three weeks, these just optimistic trends, things that are, are going in the right direction and should continue to do so. And I'm getting all of these from this book right here, 10 trends every or 10 global trends every smart person should know it's available on amazon i think it's like 14 dollars as of uh, this recording um it's a couple years old now and so there's a few of these things that are maybe slightly out of date but there are trends and so the trends should keep going in the same direction it's maybe one of the few ones that if you're mostly just a podcast listener that you'd want to go over to the blog to uh, listen to. There's a link in the show notes to get straight to the blog for this episode. We will have the uh, graphs that show the trends uh, in the blog, or you could watch it on YouTube and YouTube will also put the graphs over to my left, your right. Um, so we're going to cover just some of these over the next few weeks, some of them in detail, and then the rest we'll just highlight. And uh, I think by the end, you'll have a more optimistic outlook on life. I know I certainly did. And hopefully this will help counteract some of all that negative garbage that's out there. So without further ado, let us uh, jump into these things. And if you're a pessimist, this will be great. Hopefully it'll help change your mind. If you're an optimist like me, then it will reinforce and give you a whole bunch of data in which you can throw back in the face of all your pessimistic friends. So optimistic trend number one, they call the great enrichment, right? And that, that you know, so if you look back over the last 200 years, the population of the world has gone up eightfold, right? It was about a billion people 200 years ago, and now it's, of course, 8 billion people and counting. And so, you know, an eightfold increase in the world's population over the last 200 years. And, and how have we fared as that growth? Well, the GDP of the world's economy, right, has grown for each uh, over that same period over 100 fold. 
right? So the population has grown eightfold, but the GDP has grown over 100 fold. On average, that means though there are, even though there are way more of us, each of us is contributing 12 times as much GDP as we did uh, 200 years ago. And is that equally distributed? Of course not. Um, you know, and, and there's lots of other issues that come with that. But overall, it's a great achievement, right? And there's no sign of slowing down. If you look at the growth curve here, now on the YouTube video, if you go to the blog and see it, you'll see that it basically looks like a capital L that was tipped backwards. Like, and it's in, you know, we have almost no growth at all. And then just this insane explosion over the last few decades. And this will continue to generate greater and greater amounts of wealth for the best businesses in the world and for all the people who are owners and employees thereof. And so here, here's the question, right? As this continues to happen, and there's, this trend shows no sign of slowing, here's the question for us as investors, right? I always want to try to bring this back to, to you know, investing and, and, and finances and how to be wise with those. Here's the question. Will we participate in that growth by being partial owners of the best businesses in the world, or are we going to sit on the sidelines and let all this growth happen without us? So that's Trend number one is that there are, is an ever-increasing uh, growth in the GDP per person even, not just in total GDP. Uh, trend number two, the end of poverty. So 200 years ago, 84% of that same population that we saw way back 200 years ago, 84% of them lived in abject poverty. 84% lived on what would be considered $2.50 per day or less in 2023 dollars. That's, that's how they uh, define it. That's how they define that number now in inflation-adjusted numbers. So 84% of the world lived on less than $2.50 a day. So just try to imagine that for a minute, right? Try to imagine you living your life on $2.50 a day. Or try to imagine you and your spouse living on $5 or less per day. That's 150 bucks a month, right? For, for your whole life. Like mo most people that you know, and you and yourself would all be living on less than that amount, less than $5 a day, less than $150 a month, right? I think there's probably not a single person listening to or watching this or reading this that is doing so on a device that costs many multiples of what most people made in an entire month. Uh, in, in, and so it's just, it's an insane amount. And so for 200, 200 years ago, that was the reality for 84% of the population. And thanks to the great enrichment, that first stat we saw, this general growth in GDP per capita per person, uh, the percentage of that population who's living in abject poverty is decreasing. By 1910, it had decreased down to 66%. By 1950, it was down to 55%. And by 1981, it was down to 42%. So think about that for a second, right? Started out at 86 or 84, and then it took 160 years for the percentage of the population living in poverty to be cut in half. And then with that curve, things begin to just skyrocket, right? By 2018, it has dropped to 8.6%. Started at 84, now it's down to 8.6%. And that was by 2018, I'm sure it's 8.4 or less by now. And so over the last 200 years, the percentage of people living in poverty has reduced by 90%. Right? And that population is pointed into the ground. Right? The United Nations has actually set a goal to eradicate extreme poverty for everyone, everywhere by 2030. And it looks like that's going to be achievable. So we are witnessing, we will witness in our lifetime and within the next decade, the total end 
of extreme poverty, which is just an awesome, amazing trend that, that we cannot emphasize enough. Um, for most of human history, everyone lived in poverty, and now we are about to witness the end of it completely. Uh, trend number three, which they titled, you know, are we running out of resources? Um, and so there are many catastrophists have warned about the overpopulation problem that we have, as they as they noted, right? We talked about that in the first one, right? We've got an eightfold increase in, in the population over the last 200 years. We're at 8 billion people. And some people think this is an absolute catastrophe, that we are going to run out of uh, uh, resources and that's going to plummet the earth into the dark ages again and all these different things that, that people warn about, right? However, they, they did an analysis of global commodity prices from 1980 to, to 2017. And they show that the real prices of these commodities have actually decreased over that time. And so while some, you know, some of the nominal prices, the prices that people actually pay have gone up, when you adjust for inflation, the prices of these commodities, these things that we just need to, you know, resources that we need to live have actually gone down. So how does this relate exactly? Well, here's the thing, right? When the supply of a demanded item decreases. When you actually start running out of resources and the supply is going down, the price goes up, right? That that's just basic supply and demand. If the demand if the supply is going down, if we're depleting resources, then the price should be going up in response to that as long as demand is the same or is increasing, right? And and demand is not going down because we have more and more people than ever before. And so as our population increases, the demand for basic resources is going to continue to go up. So the demand's actually increasing but price is decreasing. And so the only way for that to happen is for the supply of these commodities to also be increasing at a rate greater than the demand is. Right? Demand is going up as population goes up, but supply is going up even faster, which means that the price is coming down on these commodities. There's a few commodities where the price is going up, but for most of them, for all of them in the aggregate, the price is actually going down which is a good thing because this means that we're not actually running out of resources or at least not as fast as everyone seems to think we are, which is awesome because we've got you know plenty more for this growing population, plenty more to get us through the next several decades and, and beyond. And now, does this mean that we'll never run out of, of certain resources? No, it doesn't mean that. Does this mean that we shouldn't strive for cleaner and more abundant resources to, to do and, and more renewable resources? No, of course not. We should, you know, uh, strive for all those things. We should chase those things. We should figure out new and better ways to, to create resources, to make them more renewable, all of these things. But it isn't as much of a catastrophe as people think. And so you are also, you're just, you're not likely to need a bunker in your backyard, right? Because there there's plenty to go around still. And we're thinking of better and better ways to uh, get resources and to make them renewable and all those other things. So again, you can find these ones. We're going to do some shorter episodes here for these, but you can find these in the book, Global 10 Global Trends Every Smart Person Should Know. The subtitle is, uh, and many more that you may find interesting, and we will be covering some of those. But again, so far, the world is getting richer. Trend number two, poverty is ending, and hopefully will end within this decade, which is awesome. And number three, we are not running out of resources as fast as some would have you believe. So we'll be back next week with even more optimistic trends to help keep you in a positive frame of mind. But just think about those a little bit. We are getting richer. Poverty is coming to an end. We are not running out of resources and uh, things are looking up and better. We'll see you next week with even more positive news. Catch you next time. Cheers.
If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership, and it has a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income, on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly retire mentorship magazine, which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those, flowcharts to help you make better decisions, and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time. We never ask for any payment information and we never share your information with anyone else. We just want to provide timely content and help you stay the course to retire successfully and stay successfully retired. There's no reason to wait. So join us now at retiremembership.com where you can click in the link in the description and it'll go right there. We can't wait to see you in the community. Cheers. This podcast is educational only and is not investment, tax, or legal advice.